we've seen so many you know app creators who aimlessly launch their app without a destination or a goal in mind and it's really the quickest way to fail you know we see so many people waste time and money building an app without the end in mind and so every billion dollar app creator at some point really declared what they wanted and developed a roadmap to get there you're listening to real marketing real fast the only podcast that brings you unfiltered, undaunted, insider information on the latest tools and technologies for online marketers. Prepare to dive deep into marketing myths, breakthrough models, and cutting-edge strategies that will have an immediate impact on the growth of your business. And now, here's your host, marketing expert, Doug Morneau. Well, welcome back. Let's just another episode of Real Marketing Real Fast. Today's episode is going to be all about marketing, app marketing to be specific. And our guest is the leading expert on this in the United States of America. They are the number one app marketing company. So before you think, hey, I'm not interested in uh, launching or running an app or selling an app, I just want to share with you that uh, during this particular episode, there was a ton of valuable information that we can apply to your general business, general marketing principles as well. So I want to introduce uh, my guest today, uh, Sean Casso. Uh, he is the founder of a premier app marketing company or agency called Preapps. Sean has helped thousands of uh, apps reach millions of downloads. He's also the creator of the App Marketing Academy, the world's best online marketing app marketing program. So today, Sean is one of the most in-demand experts on mobile app marketing and growth. His uh, reach has expanded to 80 countries across 24 different app categories, where his, he helps his clients uh, create, launch, and market their apps, taking each app from zero to millions of downloads and sales. He's worked with multi-million dollar companies like Flip, Overkill2, Gadgetflow, and even billion-dollar apps like Cheetah's Mobile Security Master with over five. 550 million downloads. Sean has been a guest speaker for Microsoft and Samsung. He's lectured at universities such as Northern and Harvard. He's been featured in the Washington Post, US Today, the Boston Globe, Entrepreneur Magazine, and the Associated Press. So he's here today to share his tips and techniques on how to help you reach millions of people with your mobile app. And he's got a special book offer at the end of the episode. So I'd like to welcome Sean to the Real Marketing Real Fast podcast today. Well, Sean, uh, welcome. Welcome to the Real Marketing Real Fast podcast. I'm super excited to draw on your experience and the secrets that you're going to reveal about your new book that you've just released. Thank you very much for having me. Excited to be here. So when we think of apps, I mean, we've all got apps on our phone and we've only got so many, um, you know, room for so many apps. I was really shocked by the statistic that 90% of the apps that uh, people launch fail. So what do you think the reason is for that? Well, there's there's a number of reasons. Um, you know, the truth is, you know, there's just so much competition out there. You know, it's become easier, cheaper, and more effective to create apps now than ever before. I mean, you can build an app and launch it within 24 hours now. And so, there's over 15,000 new apps introduced to the marketplace every single week now. 
15,000. Wow. Uh, it's just insane. But you know, the good news is there's still a lot of potential. I mean, you have the mobile app industry is still the fastest growing, you know, multi-millionaires on the market uh, in terms of how fast you're able to, you know, create an idea to a product and get it to millions of people as quickly as possible. So luckily there, you know, there, there's more people using apps now than ever before uh, in terms of adoption and people are spending more money within apps more than ever before. So the opportunity is bigger than ever before, but there's also obviously a lot of competition. And so when it comes to, you know, highest rates of failure, the biggest thing is really comes down to getting yourself out there and actually marketing the app effectively. And, you know, it's just unfortunate because, you know, back in the day when the app store first opened, you know, you could literally create a, a really poor quality, you know, game, launch it and get a million downloads just because, you know, you're able to get out there when there was just a little competition, right? Your app would still be ranked in the top, you know, 10 or 20 of, you know, that specific category. Now, unfortunately, you know, you can create, you can spend a million dollars on developments. We have clients that reach, reach out to us sometimes. They spent, you know, a million dollars on developments and they spent maybe two years building out the most amazing, innovative, creative, you know, app in the world and they launch it and get like zero downloads. And they just assume that, you know, if you build it, they will come type of scenario, right? And unfortunately, that just does not exist in the marketplace anymore. And so they come to us, like, you know, six months after launch, and they're like, hey, what happened? And it's very clear that obviously they didn't have the right marketing in place in order to be able to differentiate themselves, in order to be able to uh, really establish themselves in the marketplace, in order to be able to ensure that the app is discoverable and reaching the masses and getting the perfect users coming to their app every single day uh, via the right channels. And so that's kind of what we do. Well, I was so excited when I was looking at your background and looking at your website and what you guys do, because, you know, I think that's a common thought that um, a lot of entrepreneurs have or business managing or marketing guys have is that, hey, the, our product is so cool. It's just going to fly off the shelf. And like you said, there's, there's competition out there and the comp competition stiff and you need to roll up your sleeves, get out your checkbook and write a check and spend some money on marketing to make sure that it gets to the right audience so you can create the sales that you need. Exactly. So tell us a bit about and share with our audience a bit about your seven pillars to creating a million dollar app. I'm sure uh, for our listeners that have apps or our listeners that are, are considering building apps, um, that's a pretty appealing uh, uh, title. Yeah. And so, you know, obviously, I mean, and due to our short period of time today, I can kind of break down uh, these these pillars in a very short as possible. But, you know, I, I've had speeches and, that I've done literally two hours long kind of going over these pillars, but I can do my best to kind of uh, summarize these to my best abilities. But in terms of, of kind of high level standpoint, so, you know, over the past eight years, my company Preapps has worked over 3000 apps over the past, you know, years now, we've, we've discovered that we've been able to really understand what works and what doesn't work in the industry. You know, having worked with billion-dollar clients, having worked with high-growth startups, uh, and working over 3,000 apps, reach you know, over half a billion in downloads, we've been able to really pinpoint that there are certain fundamental certain fundamental traits that uh, the most successful apps in the marketplace incorporate. The same apps that apps like Candy Crush, Instagram, Airbnb, Uber, Snapchat, all incorporate. And so in my book, App Secrets, How to Create a Million Dollar App, we really kind of pinpoint these fundamental traits, these seven pillars that are required in order to be able to launch and market a multi-million dollar successful app business. These fundamental traits are actually pretty consistent with overall business strategies as well. So a lot of these things aren't going to be 
you know, crazy new, but how they apply to the mobile industry will be. Uh, but from a high level standpoint, you know, most business books would, would, you know, have these pillars incorporated as well. But when it comes to the mobile industry, again, there's unique traits that are really exacerbate within, you know, that specific model. And so if you'd like, I can just give you a very high level, you know, overview of these pillars. Sure. That totally makes sense. I mean, and I'm also assuming that, you know, because you're in this space, I mean, you know, the, 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 the media and the places to, to place this It's no different than any other industry. I mean, when you're, when you're working in a niche, um, while you said, like you said, the principles might be general business principles, um, you need to take that and then add the expertise and have the right media channels and the right contacts to make the calls and push the right button. So it goes to the right people. Exactly. And so in the book, obviously, we drill deeper into, you know, each of these uh, pillars with case studies, examples of such, you know, that billion dollar apps are utilizing. And then also we have something called the App Marketing Academy, which is an online course that people can take. And then, of course, those that are looking to work with an agency, you know, we have an agency model that really pinpoints more of the marketing strategies in itself to be able to scale and grow. Perfect. So uh, where would someone get started? So what does that look like at a high level? Sure. So from a high level, let's say if you were kind of in the beginning, let's say your early stage and, you know, you're on the process of building an app or launching an app, you know, you want to be able to ensure that these kind of pillars are incorporated. So the first pillar, number one, is a grand vision. Uh, you might be wondering, you know, what having a clear vision has to do with, you know, creating a successful app. Well, and the reason why, you know, I, we start the pillars with vision is that we've seen so many, you know, app creators who aimlessly launch their app without a destination or a goal in mind. And it's really the quickest way to fail. You know, we see so many people waste time and money building an app without the end in mind. And so every billion dollar app creator at some point really declared what they wanted and developed a roadmap to get there. And, you know, so we always really emphasize the fact that you need to really be able to begin with the end in mind. You know, once you, you know, I believe once you visualize, you can materialize. And most people work from where they are now to where they want to be. It's kind of a natural you know, realm of a roadmap. You think, okay, well, this is where I am now. This is where I want to be. Unfortunately, this is backwards strategy. You have <laughs> yeah. to begin as though you already have, you know, the end in mind, as if it's already accomplished and done for you, and then work backwards, not forwards, to be able to create the roadmap to get there. And that's something that really emphasizes the fact that really have that crystal clear vision of that goal, and then to be able to make decisions based on if you've already achieved and where you're at in that certain circumstance. So every billion dollar app out there really understood what they're looking to achieve and what they're looking to create and then obviously had the roadmap you know to get there yep that makes sense absolutely exactly and so you know if your goal is to reach let's say a million downloads over the first year of launch it's really understanding okay what's required in order to be able to get to that million downloads you know if i already had it where did those downloads come from and to be able to work backwards to be able to work with the right agencies and companies and experts to be able to make that happen as opposed to just saying hey you know i hope that this is going to be successful not really sure how to get there you know a few downloads would be great type of scenario and so that's why you know again having a grand vision is really critical pillar number two Two is innovation. Uh, innovation is the second essential pillar to building a successful app because without it in this day and age, you are a commodity. To innovate in its purest form, really, uh, it comes down to solving a user's needs better than anyone else on the market. It is adding, you know, that superior value to that end user. And the key is really being user-centric, knowing your users and wants and needs better than anyone else. 
uh, with so much competition out there, you know, it's very easy for your app to just get lost in the weeds of, of these, you know, millions of apps that are already available. And so it really comes down to be able to really solve your users' needs better than anyone else. And you know, it doesn't need to be a huge innovation. You know, it doesn't need to be a huge leapfrog forward, but really sometimes the simplest innovation can be, you know, the greatest benefit to to your consumers. Sure. And it's also obviously having those innovation additions to the app, you know, coming out on a regular basis. Why do you think Square, Snapchat, Evernote, you know, Uber, another billion dollar apps, they launch with new, you know, innovations every single month. They do that because they need to, not because they really want to. They do that because they need to be able to uh, stay relevant uh, in today's markets. And so innovation must really continuous in that realm. Yeah, I love lo logging into an app to see that it's been updated. There's some new functionality. I mean, sometimes it's frustrating because they're going, okay, my used to be able to push this button and move this here but it's changed but it's nice to see that they're there's changing and they're evolving yeah exactly and, you know again and if they're not evolving again they'll be irrelevant you know in the near future because in today's environment people are always looking for new new user interface new excitement new things that are progressing forward and again sometimes the smallest positive change can result in the greatest impact you know a single small enhancement can have the break, greatest breakthrough impact and become the greatest innovation you don't really need to reinvent the wheel or be first to market to succeed in today's environment well that's, that's good news <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, so pillar number three is all about growth marketing. And, you know, in my opinion, growth marketing is really two things. Uh, first, it's really the process of driving users to your app to download and purchase it, what you have to offer while still increasing the, you know, appreciation of your app in the process. And then number two, it's really the continual education of your users to the advantages, benefits, and results your app brings them with that no one else really provides. And so it's really all about conveying how your app is both unique and irresistible at the same time. And then, so this in this pillar in particular, we kind of go through the unique models that, that we've kind of put together in terms of, of how to be able to market an app successfully. You know, at pre-apps, we've really coined the term the skyrocket method. And this is, incorporates really strategic, you know, results-oriented strategies in order to be able to launch an app successfully and to be able to surpass the competition. And so in this chapter in particular, we break down the 10-step system that is used to be able to launch and update any app successfully and to be able to really maximize downloads both on the App Store and Google Play. Well, I think it's interesting. I mean, because you mentioned drive users, which totally makes sense. If you don't get people to to use the app, obviously, you're not going to have success. But what I found most interesting was you said continual education. And I just had this discussion yesterday thinking, and I, I never considered it with apps. I mean, if I'm not getting communication from the app, it's likely to fall out of favor. It might be on my second or third screen. And if I'm not using it, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to refer it to my friends. Exactly. No, that's absolutely right. So what's number four? So number four is all about having the right team in place. The good news is, you know, you don't have to do it all on your own in this, in this realm. But if you're looking to, you know, create a, let's say, you know, a billion dollar app begins with having a billion dollar team. And so, you know, there would be no, you know, uh, Snapchat without Bobby Murphy. There would be no Uber without Garrett Camp. There would be no Apple, of course, without Steve Wozniak. And so it really conveys the importance of having the right team in place in order to be able to succeed. You know, the, I think it's uh, Simon Sinek, one of my favorite authors, uh, says, you know, you can't do it alone, so don't pretend you can. Life <laughs> changes for the better when you realize you don't have to know everything. But when you work with a team, we can really accomplish anything. And I really do uh, you know, believe in that statement. And so in this chapter, we just cover really the power of delegation and outsourcing to be able to really accelerate growth. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I've heard him speak. He's a great, uh, he's a great uh, motivator and lots of, uh, lots of wisdom 
He is. He is. Uh, and then pillar number five is all about uh, virality, retention, and app addiction. It's all about how to be able to continually getting users coming back to your app every single day and in the masses. And so, you know, every app creator, ultimately, they want two things. They want, you know, their app to become a huge viral success. I couldn't tell you how many people we talk to every single day. It's like, I don't want my app to go viral, you know. And, uh, and the next is they really want, you know, consumers and, and users to be able to retain and come back to the app, you know, every single day. Because what good is you know, a million downloads if you only have, you know, one person actually using the app. Yeah. Uh, so it comes down to really understanding the mechanisms in place and viral loops to be able to get users coming back to the app, you know, every single day. And so in this chapter, I share what we call our viral app blueprints on how the top apps in the market go viral using, you know, growth engines. Uh, because I truly believe that, that virality is not an accident. You know, I think virality is strategic, uh, strategically engineered into the app through growth engines. And there's actually ways and mechanisms that, you know, these billion-dollar companies out there uh, understand in order to be able to really accelerate growth. And so in this chapter, we kind of break that down. So when you're working with a client, is this some of the feedback that they're going to get working with your with your agency? Because it sounds to me more, it sounds like you're offering more than marketing. I mean, uh, marketing to get people to download the app is one thing, but developing a strategy for it to be viral and to get that user engagement, that daily engagement, and maybe the addiction to the app yeah, so um, is, a, is a whole different field. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, at Preapps, we are actually the number one app marketing agency uh, here in the U.S. And so we are a full service marketing agency working with uh, clients kind of from A to B based on their needs and what they're looking to achieve, both pre-launch and post-launch. And so, you know, what we understand is kind of where their app is at and then kind of formulate the right strategy and plan in order to be able to to incorporate, you know, reach those goals. Uh, and so in most of our, you know, services and strategies that we put together will include also, uh, you know, app growth consulting kind of as a bonus. Uh, and so we have app growth experts that will be able to consult and work with our clients that have worked with billion dollar apps, you know, like leading revenue at Netflix or acquisition at Candy Crush. And so, you know, our clients are able to tap into that expertise to be able to really, you know, reach their goals twice as fast and understand, you know, what, uh, you know, strategies are needed in order for them to be able to reach those, reach those goals. And of course, avoid the pitfalls along the way that it's going to end up wasting them time, money, and energy. And so as a bonus with our clients that we work with, we typically do incorporate, you know, what we call our app growth consulting. Well, that's pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. So what's your next step? So pillar number six is all about money mastery. You know, as of 2018, Apple and Google have collectively paid out over $150 billion to app creators specifically. You know, and so in this chapter, we really walk uh, you through exactly how you can get that piece of that billion dollar, uh, you know, market that's paid out each year. And so it all comes down to really understanding, you know, what are the, the, the most effective ways to generate sales and revenue, you know, with your app. And so in this chapter, we go over, you know, once you already have a revenue model in place, we go over our 10x revenue you know, accelerator in which you can understand how these billion dollar apps are really maximizing sales. So we break down you know, these different unique strategies that are, you can incorporate in order to be able to really maximize and accelerate your growth from a revenue standpoint. Well, you're throwing out a, a, a term that you've said several times because you're quite comfortable in that space. And I just want to make sure our listeners are listening. So we're not talking about growing a six-figure income or seven-figure income. You're talking about eight figures or nine figures uh, with the work that you've done and the success that you guys have had. 
Well, all the above. So I would say probably about 50% of our clients come to us pre-launch. Uh, like they're not even, you know, launched yet and they're still in development and they're looking to launch, let's say, in the next two months. And they need to, you know, work with an agency in order to be able to ensure the app is going to be launched successfully and to reach their initial marketing goals. And so we kind of uh, provide them with the roadmap and plan in order to be able to, you know, reach their goals. That being said, the other 50% are already established apps, like apps that are doing very, very well. Uh, and then we work with them to be able to improve areas of, you know, virality, retention and sales. So you're talking about money mastery and and, and companies like Google paying out. Is that, are that uh, you're talking about acquisition where they're acquiring or buying your app? No, 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 no. So um, Apple obviously owns the App Store and Google owns the Google Play Store. Yep. So what I'm referring to is really, you know, the money they're paying out who have apps on their platform. Oh, I see. So, okay. you know, that would consist of, let's say, you know, Angry Birds, yep. uh, Apple paying out, you know, uh, money to Angry Birds in terms of, of, you know, the sales that that app makes. Okay. So acquisition is a whole totally different <laughs> topic on its own. Exactly. So what's number seven? So the final uh, pillar, number seven, is measuring success uh, because you can't improve what you don't track. And, you know, it's all about knowing what to track and when within your app business. You might be thinking, well, you know, a lot of people think, well, I don't have a billion dollar app yet. So, you know, maybe I don't need to track the right, you know, metrics. But it's really on the contrary. Many developers, you know, launch their app yet only monitor things like downloads or sales. Uh, and this is where many apps fail because without tracking key performance metrics, you won't really understand what's driving that growth, what's driving those downloads, or where your engaged users are coming from, or what's you know driving that specific revenue. And so studies have shown that apps using app analytics outperform competitors who trust their intuition three to one. And so it all comes down to really understanding what are the key metrics that you need to track and, and focus on in order to be able to, you know, accelerate that growth from there. And so, you know, the truth is, you know, when it comes to app marketing initiatives, it really follows the kind of 80-20 rule. And so it's really understanding, you know, 20% of your marketing really accounts for 80% of your, you know, downloads. And so it's understanding what metrics or marketing strategies are working for you, and then obviously double down on the strategies that are. And if you don't know what's working for you, you can't obviously improve upon it. Absolutely. So like you said, I mean, I mean, that's um, important for any of the marketing you're doing. I I was just unaware. So I'm taking some notes here as we're speaking as well, because I, I didn't know the those sort of analytics were even available in terms of app and app marketing. So I'm on the consumer end where I've got a whole bunch of apps, some are free, a bunch I pay for, but had no idea what sort of data the app designer sees when I use the app. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, in this chapter, we really break down what are the exact key component, key metrics that you should be tracking, you know, within your app, like things like acquisition, retention, you know, referrals, etc. to be able to really understand, you know, how your app is, is doing and performing, uh, and where you can improve upon that. And, you know, if you're able to just improve, you know, each little stage of that, you know, funnel, you can really drastically grow, grow your app business. And so it comes down to really understanding, you know, how people are using the app, you know, how many downloads, where they're coming from, and where your most engaged users are really, um, you know, what channels that they're, they're entering the app from, and then double down upon that. So just a question with regards to the types of apps. So I'm thinking, you know, and, you know, I'm, I'm the novice here, so um, I won't be offended if you say I'm off base. What really is the, the big opportunity you see in the marketplace right now or the work that you're doing uh, in utility apps versus gaming? So I think a utility, like you said, like Evernote and like Slack and apps that I use on my phone that I pay for versus a gaming app that I would think of as entertainment. So your question is, where's the biggest opportunity? Yeah, where's the biggest opportunity or, or where do you find most of your clients? 
clients come from? I'm, I mean, I'm just, I'm not sure if those are the right categories. So let's start with that. You know, what are yeah, the, I mean, what, what are the categories what I, for a hubs? What I love about the industry is it is very diverse. And so, you know, we cover all 24 different categories across iOS and Android. So from health and fitness to, you know, gaming, entertainment and dating, social, you know, food, you name it, you know, we work with them. And so that's what's amazing is the fact that, you know, of the 15,000 new apps introduced every single week, it's very diversified. However, there is kind of majority. So a majority would be probably in the gaming category. So about, I think, you know, if you look at the current stats, uh, a good percentage is games coming out in the marketplace because it's just a very effective channel for them to do very well. People use their app for, you know, use their phone for games. And it's people also are able to really understand how to really monitor and and make that successful like obviously candy crush angry birds i mean the most successful billion dollar apps out there are, are in the gaming category and so in terms of greatest opportunity though what i love about the industry is there's really opportunity in every single category there's not one category in particular that i would say you know you should really focus towards if you're looking to enter in the marketplace sure there are new trends you know you have uh, augmented reality which is a big kind of trend and hot spot right now you have uh, cryptocurrencies you also have virtual reality you know those three categories are getting more popular you know over the over the next year but in terms of of you know new productivity apps and entertainments and etc there's still a lot of opportunity of growth in those sectors. The billion-dollar apps you see right now will get disrupted with new products and new, you know, innovative, you know, apps that are marketing the right, you know, sector to the right demographic. And so, you know, again, that's what's so exciting about this industry is anyone can really hit it big in this industry. It doesn't require having a multi-million-dollar, you know, business, in, you know, prior to be able to create this successful, you know, entity. You can actually, you know, start off grassroots, you know, and and have, you know, limited resources and team and create something that's very, very successful. Well, that's super exciting. It is, it is. So, you know, I don't know if you're a Tim Ferriss fan, but I did steal one of his questions from his last book I want to ask you. And that's what's some of the bad advice you hear in um, the industry in terms of people wanting to launch an app or market an app? Yeah. And so a lot of the bad advice that, that, that we found, you know, and again, it circles back to this original discussion is if you build it, they will come. And, you know, so many people really want to convey, you know, how their app is unique. And we have discussions and calls with people and say, no, 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 you know, this is amazing. No, no, no. This is the most innovative thing out there. No, nothing else ex exists like this. And it's going to do very well on its own. And, and again, it's just hard to, to convince because a lot of people who are, you know, individual app creators or, or solo entrepreneurs, they become obsessed obsessed with their product. It's their baby, right? Uh, and they just believe that, you know, everyone else is just going to, you know, automatically somehow find and discover their, their product. <laughs> and it's just not the case. Yeah. And so the biggest, you know, thing again, is really the importance of marketing. Marketing is the lifeblood of any successful app. Um, that's kind of the first thing. The other thing is, is, you know, a lot of people believe that you need again, you know, $10 million or even a million dollars to be able to, you know, have a successful app. You really don't. You just need to have the right strategies and marketing and people in place in order to be able to to get there. Again, it's become easier and, and more cost effective now than ever before in order to be able to, you know, launch a successful app business. Wow. That's, yeah, I, I, my mind's just racing in about a million different directions, thinking of all the apps I've got and, and even looking at the app acquisition. So do you see that to, to be a growing trend as people, as entrepreneurs build apps that uh, there's potential for them just to be taken and bought out? I'm thinking of like Under Armour, for example, buying the map, my fitness. So you got big, huge brands out there buying fitness apps as an example to control that marketplace. 
Of course, of course. I mean, it, just like any other successful business decision, they're looking to acquire more users. And uh, they see as people are, are engaging with their mobile apps more than any other you know, device or, or platform in history. Uh, and so, you know, it's become a necessity. Uh, and so if you want to be able to engage with your customers, then you have to, you know, go mobile. And before, you know, back in the day, people were like, oh, you know, mobile's optional. And then the Silicon Valley was, you know, go mobile first before you create a website. Now the model is go mobile only, you know, app only. Uh, you don't even need a desktop or website. You just need a mobile app. And so the reality is people are, are using their phone more than they're using their desktop when it comes to these app usages. And so it, people and businesses are just tapping into that. And that's why they're really looking to, you know, engage with these uh, prospects and, and, and you know, own that market by uh, connecting with these individuals better than they have before. Yeah, I don't know that the general marketplace, at least the space that I see that people have got that, you know, firmly in their mind yet that the the uh, people, the users have moved from desktops to mobile in almost everything they do. I, I, a couple of years ago, I started moving all my business to mobile. The, the idea being that if I can travel and do everything I need to do to run my business on my mobile phone, it's a lot nicer than having to set up a desktop or lug around a laptop. Oh, absolutely. And so you're saying, you know, the mobile, the mobile strategy first, you know, is obviously, you know, the same, uh, same approach to web development is build mobile first and then, and then think of desktop. Exactly. So what are you most excited about in the next six to 12 months? What am I most excited about? I'm most excited about really, you know, again, these, these apps that we're working with right now uh, in terms of uh, being able to see them into fruition. And uh, we have a lot of clients that some of them worked with us, you know, reach out to us a year before their app is launched. And so exciting to be able to see, you know, once their app is launched, to be able to get the engagement and to be able to see them, you know, in the you know, news media outlets and the top of the search on the, on the app store. A lot of our clients get featured by Apple. So it's really exciting to see, you know, our clients uh, reach the type of success that, that they've been set out for. Well, and I think in, when I was looking through your website, it looked like that you've, that you've done some work where you get some celebrity or some influencer engagement and, and uh, push and promotion on the, the apps that you release as well. Yeah, so we have a program that we call our App Celebrity Campaign. Uh, it's really designed to be able to make our clients' uh, app into an app celebrity uh, by getting you know high-profile press and media attention around their app. And the key is to really to get you know multiple different outlets all writing and promoting about the app at the same time. Because when you get all these outlets all promoting the app at the same time, that's how you become trending. That's how you're able to build up momentum. And that's how you become, you know, hot new celebrity app. And then on top of that, we can also do some influencer marketing, and get a ton of influencers, you know, all promoting, you know, the product at the same time as well. And so it's a very unique model of that that we've been able to really master over the past, you know, eight years now uh, to be able to make our clients into an app celebrity. That's really cool. I'll be looking forward to seeing the Titan app for the Rocks new show. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. How to compete at home with your with your new Titan app. So where's uh, two last questions. I'll let you get back to uh, helping your clients be super successful, and make tons of money. Uh, one is who's one guest that you think I absolutely have to have in my podcast? Ooh, one guest uh, to have on your podcast. Well, I mean, focusing on the marketing sector, you know, obviously there's the big names out there. Uh, Joe Polish is one of my favorites when it comes to marketing. I think, uh, you know, I think your, your listeners would love to have him on board. Yeah. Uh, he's someone that I consistently, you know, try and listen to. And I've actually networked with him a few times. And he's just he's a great individual. Yeah, he's a super sharp marketer. So now on to the most important question. How can people learn more about what you do and how they could apply your skills to their business? 
Yes, if uh, you have an app or in the process of building an app and would like to uh, have kind of a free consulting call with one of our experts, please go to preapps.com, P-R-E-A-P-P-S.com, and you can get some more details there uh, on scheduling a call with one of our, our experts. If uh, you're interested in getting a copy of our best-selling book, App Secrets, How to Create a Million Dollar App, for those listeners, we'd be happy to go ahead and ship you a free copy. We have a few available here. We'd be happy to ship you a free copy. Uh, you just got to pay for for the shipping. Uh, and we'll go ahead and send a link in the show notes for how you can go ahead and enter your, your shipping details for us to ship you a copy of that best-selling book. If you're on traveling right now and you don't have time to click on that link, we can also you can also text us. So if you text 31996. Uh, again, that's 31996 to text us that uh, number uh, and text the word app secrets, app secrets, uh, S E C R E T S. Uh, we'll go ahead and send you a link to uh, get a copy of that book as well. Well, excellent. Uh, is there a favorite social media platform that people would uh, want to connect with you and, and follow your success as you travel through the app world? Yeah, you can follow us on Facebook. Just search for the company Preapps, P-R-E-A-P-P-S, uh, or on Twitter as well. Well, I want to say thanks so much for taking time out of your day. Um, you know, it's not often I, I get to interview a guest who has had so much success in the marketing space. And uh, and I, I love what you're saying. I mean, you need to roll up your sleeves and, and, and spend some money and invest here. It doesn't matter, you know, listeners, how good your app is. If people don't know about it, it's just going to sit there quietly. Exactly, exactly. So uh, thank you, Sean. We'll make sure that we get the show notes transcribed. And listeners, uh, thanks for tuning in. I hope this is a stretch your brain. I hope it's done what it's done for me. And that's inspired me to go back to some of my clients who have talked about apps and say, hey, I, I now have the solution. I mean, I was never afraid of building an app. My, my concern was that if we build it, will they come? And now we know how to do that. So I'd encourage you to check out Sean's page. There's lots of information that I've clicked through his page. And he's absolutely true to his word. There is an opportunity there to click and get a free consulting call with, um, with somebody at their company. So thanks, Sean, for tuning in and for helping us out today. Thank you so much and have a great day. Thanks, listeners, for tuning in and I look forward to serving you on our next episode. That's all for this episode of Real Marketing Real Fast. Now it's time to take your marketing to the next level by visiting dougmorneau.com and downloading our advanced marketing white papers as well as exclusive resources based on today's episode. That's dougmorneau.com. Until next time. We look forward to serving you right here on Real Marketing Real Fast.